You're listening to Small Business Wife, where our goal is to empower, edify, and equip all you small business owning wives. If you're looking for a community of like-minded people to support you along this journey, you're in the right place. Join us every week as we dig into the realities of business owning as a family. Welcome to the Small Business Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hampa, and I'm also here with my co-host and best friend, Emily Brignola. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello. Yes, it's going to be a awesome, awesome week. Um, we're so pumped for you guys to be here. Last week was one of probably one of my favorite podcasts that we've done in a while um, because it's very practical but very key and essential to business mm-hmm. owning and setting boundaries, all of those things. Um, and I almost like kind of touched base on more the heartbeat of this week's podcast mm-hmm. um, is like when like we mentioned um, that you won't effectively set boundaries in your business until you learn to set boundaries in your personal life. And mm-hmm. I think... Um, the topic of the day is going to be super, super good. And we're going to talk more about the idea of um, the infamous saying hustle and grace mm-hmm. and um, and how it's kind of an anthem, I feel like, for small business owners. And I like I kind of like almost slightly get sick to my stomach when I think about it because like um, I think that um, it's more like uh, I wouldn't even know how to say it. The, I, I, I can see the word in my head, but I can't like – I can't communicate it, but it, I feel like on some level it's like romanticizing and giving people a badge of honor mm-hmm. for, um, for not taking care of themselves. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and using a pretty word like grace. And so, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so I'm really excited to get into it and all those different things. Um, and, uh, it's going to be really, really good. Um, we are doing this one again, more like an off the whim kind of coffee date, like, um, mm-hmm. just things that we like, we're really passionate about. Um, you know, Emily and I are very, very, uh, we like we like we talked about it a little bit last week is that our opinion about boundaries and all those things come because we both have worked in very toxic work environments before mm-hmm. um prior to business owning and um you know what i mean and because of that you learn certain habits accidentally that you do take into business owning and um but then we hit our 30s and stopped caring about what other mm-hmm. people thought yes <laughs> and like and so at this point you know what i mean we have a little bit more um more like self-worth and mm-hmm. more of a, a different perspective on there is a way um, to work hard, but also work effectively mm-hmm. um, and to do it in a way that you don't have to burn out and you don't have to um, crucify your life for the sake of your business being successful. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Yeah. Just that like the grind until you die type <laughs> mentality. Like yeah. that's, that's easy to say until you're dying yeah and you're in your 20s or 30s you know like it it's easy to say that until you Mm -hmm. hit the wall and you're like wow I hate my life (laughs) and my body and emotions are a complete wreck yeah (laughs) a hundred percent so yeah yeah. it's just combating that idea of like the the hustle culture yeah the grinded out culture the girl boss culture mm-hmm. <laughs> don't get me started <laughs> um don't yeah. call me a boss babe or a boss mm, bitch no 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 <laughs> no don't because <laughs> i am a boss but not not no. that no not no. that way and it's really funny because like um like don't get me wrong like there is a season for hustle of course like, you know what i mean and i full wholeheartedly believe in that um but i think there's a way to hustle to where you don't need grace 
Mm-hmm. And like, and that's like, I think that's like my, my issue in a sense, like mm-hmm. hardcore is with like the hustle and grace is like, well, you, like, you know what I mean? Is like that word grace in that connotation to me, like thinks, well, you only need grace because you're always going to cross that boundary. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have grace with yourself because you burned yourself out. And I'm like, you know, you don't have to burn out. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to, you know what I mean? And it's hard, especially because like in our toxic work environments that we both have been a part of that was the culture is like mm-hmm. grind till you die. And like, um, and that's your, you know, that's your sacrifice for success in your world. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and, uh, and I think, uh, and it's interesting cause I feel like even if Darby was here, he would be like, yeah, but guys don't like make people lazy. You know what I mean? Cause like, mm-hmm. that's like, and that's the fear of it is like, well, if I like, how do you talk about not burning out without like harping on like, empathy or not empathy sorry apathy like how do you Mm -hmm. like like because I feel like that is the other side of the of the coin is like well I'm just not going to grind Mm -hmm. because and I'm not going to hustle because I don't want to live my life like that and then I'm like no you don't want to do work and you want people just to hand you things and Mm -hmm. so there is a balance on both sides of the coin you know yes absolutely yeah you don't want to fall into the trap of oh but I'm giving self-care but I'm setting (laughs) boundaries like yes self-care and boundaries are incredibly I mean we just did a whole Uh like 45 minute podcast about (laughs) it like we are fully yeah in support of boundaries Mm -hmm. but if you are using your self-care and your boundaries as an excuse yeah to not do the hard work then your business isn't going to be successful yeah so this is kind of like the other side of, <laughs> of the boundaries <laughs> coin is like you you need to set boundaries so that you as a business owner are healthy mm-hmm. and can set vision and can move forward in the right things. Yeah. But you also need to do the work. Yes. And cast the vision. Yes. And put in the work in the right things. Yes. It's it's a a double-sided coin it is a double-sided <laughs> coin there's a heads and there's a tails yeah. you know what I mean uh, everybody wants to talk about setting boundaries because it's empowering mm-hmm. you know what I mean but what they don't always want to talk about is implementing like last week we talked about like you have to stick to the boundaries absolutely you know what I mean and like and you do like because that's what prevents burnout like mm-hmm. that's where you don't need grace but the reason is also because you have to protect the hustle seasons because you do have to hustle. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you're setting boundaries to the fact of like, even like taking a weekend off to go vision plan, mm-hmm. you have to actually go vision plan. Yes. You know what I mean? You have to hustle in that weekend. You can't go to the mountains and vision plan for your business and get to the mountains and to be like, I'm just going to stay here. I'm just going <laughs> to hike and do this thing. And I'm like, and then you have a team waiting for you to come back with fresh vision. And you're like, I don't, I didn't do that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's like, in, and I'm like, and there's people sitting in like listening to our podcast right now that I would put money on is like, it's a terrifying thing to like protect hustle seasons because there is such like, there's like a, I feel like there's like a catch 22 culture going on right now. It's like, don't glamorize the grind, but also like you can make a lot of money and not do hard work. And I'm like, that doesn't really work though. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Vision planning is hard work. Yeah. Like actually putting feet to vision is hard work. Enabling a team to do work, like to do the vision is hard work. Mm -hmm. Like you have to hustle and like, and no matter what, there isn't a business that I have seen started where they didn't have like at least a year of grind out 
hardcore, you are devoted to this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But also, you can still do that grind hard work without needing grace and, you know what I mean, to mm-hmm. like, you can see the boundaries that you're going in to go, okay, I'm going to grind out five days a week, but I'm not going to work on weekends. Mm-hmm. That's setting like a healthy boundary to where like, I'm detaching and people don't need my attention a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and if you're starting your business while you're working a nine to five, like it's going to be yeah. harder for you to make sure that you are setting good boundaries Yeah. because you're going to be so, your, your time is going to be so valuable because you're working your nine to five and then you're coming home and you're exhausted and you need to spend time with your family yeah. and spend time with your kids, but also put time into your business. And so boundaries are going to be incredibly key for you, mm-hmm. but so is like protecting your hustle time yeah. and staying motivated. And I think that's kind mm-hmm. of how the, the two topics tie together is that like you set boundaries so that your work time is hustle is hustle time Mm -hmm. and so that you can fit the same amount of work into two hours Mm -hmm. that a lot of other people fit into six hours and it's going to take time and attention and focus but also like if you're building a business next to a nine to five like you're gonna have to hustle yeah because you don't have the same time that like an entrepreneur who is working for themselves can put into it. And you're going to be even more likely to burn out because you're wearing so many hats that you need to focus on hustle time being hustle time Mm -hmm. and then rest time being rest time. And that's going to require a lot of discipline on your part to stay focused in your two hours a day, whatever you can put towards the business. And then you also need to kind of set your expectations as well that like you're not putting in six hours, you're putting in two hours. And so you're going to need to be able to set boundaries that you can keep yourself motivated Mm -hmm. when it takes you just a little bit longer to get your business off of the ground because you are only working on it two hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like, I think that's super, super crucial to think about. You know what I mean? It's like, and that's, I think probably the better thing to talk about is like hustle just looks different for other people. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for, for our world was like, we were, I was working nine to five and Darby was hustling, working, you know, all of our businesses. And at some point we realized that I either have, um, I only like, I can only do what my time allows me to do mm-hmm. like for our businesses. And, um, at some point, giving more time to our business than quantified making more money mm-hmm. than what I was making at my current job. And so that's when we really made the shift. Um, but that was also to help protect Darby's hustle. And so that he wasn't burning out was mm-hmm. to bring more people onto his team, which first was his biggest asset, which is his wife. Yeah. Um, and so, um, for us, like the other side of it too, is like, um, there's different kinds of hustles because like, I think what happens, um, when you get into like, yeah, amped up hustle mode, you're like, I have to do all the things. Mm -hmm. And it's really like, you don't have to do all the things like the way you don't have to have to hit the grace point. Right. Is you have to establish what's priority. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially in those beginning stages. And even in your more advanced stages, there's like, like, I think for our world right now is like, we're in slightly a hustle season, Mm -hmm. but it's like, we have 15 different teams grabbing at us. 
mm-hmm. that have to all be established for us to hustle the way that we need to hustle. And so we have to establish priorities. And I think, um, you know what I mean? I think like that, like when you broke down a couple months ago and you were like, why did I even do this? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's because you were working so many different things and you had to build your business on top of it. Mm-hmm. And I went, okay, how do you make money today? Yeah. Like, like that is like the basic question that I go back to is like, at the end of the day, your business isn't running if there's not money coming Coming in in. and out of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Screw the website. Screw Mm -hmm. this. Like how many business owners do you know that you can call and offer accounting to? was like literally what we said to her. (laughs) You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And like, but it's establishing that like all these things pulling your attention, like we talked about last week, all these emergencies Mm -hmm. are not actually anything that you need to answer right now you need to answer the one question. And the one question is, how do I make money today? Mm-hmm. The second question is like, how do I, um, yeah, how do I like establish a team like down the road? It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be, that answer doesn't have to be today. But how can I systemize what I'm currently doing to make the money mm-hmm. so that I could train somebody else to come in and do that eventually? Yeah. And even though you may be running it for five months, like there's a lot of aspects of our gym, I'm still running, but I'm building the systems to eventually hand it off to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm still definitely running them 40 hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but my hustle is different than even Darby's hustle mm-hmm. in our business. My hustle is like, I've got literally, like I said last week, I've got um, eight to three o'clock, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then 8.30 to 11.30 essentially on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That is all the time in my week that I have to hustle because I have kids mm-hmm. that have to like, I have to make sure Owen does his homework every day. I have to make sure that they get to bed on time, that they're fed, that they like emotionally feel supported, like by their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? And, um, and so that's, that's important. I feel like, um, the hustle can be done, but you have to establish what priorities you're hustling in, you yeah. know? And so, yeah, now that's really good because like, I feel, especially in like the grind until you die <sighs> type culture, like the it just idea. exhausts me to even hear it. Like I'm just like, uh, I just want to go to bed. It is <laughs> exhausting. I don't know how people live like that. I don't know how we lived like that, you know? But like when Darby still kind of lives like that. Like he does. Like and I'm just like, how? Like he burns out. He burns out and then he <laughs> takes a Sabbath month. Like, yes. <laughs> which is good because it's very it's it's forward like progress yes. for Darby's life. He's vision casting, so he's not doing nothing. But yes, like it's true. Like the in the whole like grind until you die culture mentality, like it's hard to it's hard to understand like hustle in a healthy mentality. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what we're trying to communicate is like what does hustle look like in a healthy way? Yeah. And how can that look in your different situations? Like because it's I mean, it's exactly right. Like I was like when I first started being self-employed I was working all the time like I worked a lot like I was busy Mm -hmm. all day (laughs) and did not make any progress (laughs) like not no progress whatsoever and that was a really terrifying because I was like oh my gosh what did I I do (laughs) but then like I, I was hustling. Yeah. I was working really hard at the business and nothing was happening. And it's because I was working hard at all the wrong things. Yeah. And so like refocusing and recalibrating and like, okay, this is my most important thing. I need to get clients. Mm-hmm. Everything else, like I don't need to be active on social media. I don't need to have a website. Yeah. I don't need to have all of these other things. I need to call people mm-hmm. and I need to get other clients and get other projects. Yeah. 
and like refocusing on the things that matter in your Mm -hmm. business, like the things that are going to drive your business forward. That's going to be what your hustle actually like uses to produce results. So those are the things you're going to have to focus on. And like for you to hustle in a healthy way, you're going to have to have boundaries even like within your business about like what's important and what's not. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's really funny because like I was thinking about this the other day because like um, it's like funny because like I think so I think even generationally like things are different. You know what I mean? Um, Like I saw this like group of memes like on um, the Instagram, you know, I'm mm-hmm. 30 AF and um, which is <laughs> one of my favorites because I was like, oh, you just don't know my life. And like, <laughs> but they were talking about like the difference between older millennials and younger millennials. And they mm-hmm. were talking about people who were born between the years of 1985 and I think it was like 1995 mm-hmm. um, and how it's a little bit generationally different than like people who were born, you know, beyond 1995 because we were living in a, like, we were raised by people who, like, hard work is how you got everything in life. Mm -hmm. Generation behind us, like, um, not even generation, it's, like, same generation technically, but younger millennials think, how can I work smarter? Mm -hmm. And so we are in this really interesting demographic of people and business owners that, like, yeah, and one of the things that, um, that, like, I feel like we did learn really well is, like, when it's time to hustle, how to hustle. You know what I mean? And that there is like, you can work smart, but you still have to do hard work. Like mm-hmm. you still like it either, like you can't have one without the other. And I feel like Darby like always laughs because I get so annoyed by like sometimes younger generations, because I do feel like they live in the world of instant gratification and they just want mm-hmm. to like push a button and for money to just come out of left field. You know what I mean? Like I get kind of slightly mad about like the social media influencer like type of world and like, mm-hmm. Only fans now because I'm like, you guys are literally posting pictures and making thousands of dollars and good for you that you figured it out. Like, that's awesome. I also know that every influencer will tell you that there were years and years and years and years and years of building their base. And like before they got to mm-hmm. posting a picture that you all buy off of and they're making thousands of dollars off. Like I watched my friend who is a social media influencer, mm-hmm. like build her blog and like post nonstop, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On her social media for years when nobody was watching. Um, yeah. For like one day when she finally blew up and became popular, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to live the life that she's living now. Um, but they only want to see, I feel like people sometimes like in this like generational thing we got going on right now, they only want to see the instant like mm-hmm. boom, like, oh, I can build, I can get to 500 followers. I can get to a thousand followers in like five days. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, you can't. Like, there's no, like, I don't know a person who like, unless they're buying followers, like has like, like that has like had that instant gratification, like, mm-hmm. and you have to do the hard work. Like you have to do that. And there's a way to do it so that you don't burn out, but it's going to look different. The social media, like influencers that I know, like on that level is like, all of them will tell you like, that everybody has that dream idea of like what their life is, that they just get to do what they want and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And like, and you know, my friend Chrissy would just be like, they don't know the like 80 hours worth of work that we do mm-hmm. that we did for like four years to even get here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, because like, and I don't know, like, I don't know what it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's because like, I'm like, I know that you can hustle effectively because I do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, why, like, people want those setting boundaries and like message so much, but they don't want the like, 
hey, you got to put your big girl pants on and you got to go. Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You got to do your work. Like, you know, I feel like that's just really interesting for me right Mm -hmm. now. And so. Well, it's because that that's not being taught. Like, if you go online and you see like Pinterest, Instagram, whatever, Mm -hmm. like all of these courses, it's taught by somebody who, you know, I'll show you how to be successful in four weeks and make, you know, replace your income. Makes me want to vomit. Like, once you actually dive into those types of courses, you see like, okay, yeah, you can be successful in four weeks because you're going to be pouring thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. into ads. And like, here, let me show you how you can set up your Shopify store and how dropshipping is the thing to do and how, you know, you can have this Amazon business and how, you know, like I've looked into all of them, trust me. (laughs) (laughs) And like, when you get to the end of it, like these people are saying like, yeah, you can be successful like in a super short amount of time. Yeah. And okay, some people can, and they'll show you like story after story after story of so-and-so who's now making a million dollars and they did it in three months and Mm -hmm. you can do it in three months too. But what you don't see is the behind the scenes of what those people did to get successful. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. maybe they were successful in three months. Maybe they also put $10,000 into ads. Like, well, that's like the reality is like, yeah, and that's like our world. It's like people see what we live, you know what I mean? That we go on trips quite often and stuff like that. They don't see that I canceled all of our trips to get through a pandemic last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They don't see that like, um, yeah, they don't see um, the amount of money that we've poured into personal development mm-hmm. to get us to where we are. You know what I mean? They don't see any of those type of things. And that's like, and I think it's super important because I'm like, hey, like, yeah, like I want to live in a world where I can push a button and I make a thousand of dollars, like thousands of dollars. That'd Who doesn't? A hundred percent. But I know the reality is that it's gonna take more work than that, mm-hmm. and like, and I'm not afraid of that work. And I think that that's the part is like I feel like maybe that's what it is. Is like people are afraid of failing at the work, and so they just don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like to be honest, you know. Um, and I feel like that's where I'm like, hey. If the grace that you need is to just, like, give grace that, like, yeah, you have some core fears that you have to get over, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Then, like, yeah, you can have that grace. Mm-hmm. But don't let it be the grace for burnout because you can't do that. Like, you're you're just only hurting yourself and damaging, like, the positive reinforcements you need to move forward. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. burnout then hits the shame game, and the shame game is going to tell you nothing but – that you suck and you didn't do the well and like all of those failure things that you're terrified to do. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to want to get up from that. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so that's like why I get passionate about, um, not hitting burnout because like you don't have to. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole pool of mess when you hit burnout that like, you don't even really need to deal with, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're not a failure. You, you can do this. You are capable. You have like the wisdom to get where you're going. Um, but I feel like that's like why I have such a frustration too with like the Instagram influencer culture is like, you're like, well, I just have to do this better. I just have to take more pictures. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you don't like you need to probably just talk to that influencer and ask them how long it took them to build their base mm-hmm. and what they did. Yeah. You know what I mean? And un- understand that you might have to pay for it to get that knowledge. Oh, you probably will. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if their they're, time is valuable if too. they're smart, like yeah. if they're smart influencer, 
they're going to like value their time and you're going to pay for it. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know what I mean? Like, um, like I'm even very cautious about like what I give out to people, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like that. I want to head back to like the idea of like failing. Like, I know your like whole face was like, (gasps) you're going to fail. Yeah. Like a hundred, like, I'm sorry. You're going to fail. Yeah. You are. You're, there's going to be a lot of things that you try mm-hmm. in your business. And that doesn't mean that your business is going to fail. It doesn't mean your business yeah. is going to go under. But, like, there's going to be things that you try that just, mm-hmm. they don't pan out. It was a great idea, but nobody wanted to buy it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, or it was a great idea, and it's just not for now. Yeah. And you, or you didn't execute it well, mm-hmm. or you didn't sell it well. Like, yeah. you're going to fail 100% mm-hmm. at some point in your business. You're yeah. going to put in a lot of work. And it is going to amount to nothing. (laughs) And how you respond to that is going to determine if your business is a failure or not. Yeah. You are not a failure. Mm -hmm. Your idea or your execution or whatever failed. Yeah. And are you going to take that and say, okay, Mm -hmm. that didn't work out. Let me pivot. Let me figure out something else. Let me... Uh, you know, dig into what went wrong. Like, are you going to pivot and keep going or are you going to allow that failure to define you as a person and as a business owner? Or are you going to get up and keep trying? Yeah. Because this is something that you're passionate about. This is something that you're called to. This is something that you know is in the vision and the future of your life. Yeah. Or are you just going to allow it to fail? Yeah, I love, I really love that. I can't remember who says it, but it's just basically, it's like a failure is, uh, you know, trying again with more wisdom, mm-hmm. like understanding that, like, that's where grace is. Like yeah. failure is not what society tells you failure is. And especially not what shame tells you failure is. Mm-hmm. Failure is like, you just need to like have the grace. The, the only grace I'll allow in this conversation <laughs> is the grace to understand that like the best thing you did was you've put yourself, like you've put your foot forward mm-hmm. and started it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the start is what stops most people. People mm-hmm. like will sit in apathy because they're afraid to fail mm-hmm. a thousand times over. But like the, but the grace is like understanding that like I'm not perfect. I have something to bring to the table and I'm going to step forward and I'm going to fail. And also I'm really going to hustle because mm-hmm. I really think that there's something I have to offer the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and that's like, and that's like some of the, like that heartbeat is when I've seen some of the most successful businesses come out of mm-hmm. because they're just like, yeah. Like, I mean, I like hats off to my husband. I hate failing. Darby's like, uh, like, uh, yeah, he's just like an expert at being like, all right, well we failed. Let's try again. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you even do that? And he's like, I don't know. It's just trial and error. That's what business owning is. And I'm like, mm-hmm but this feeling inside of me. And he's like, yeah. So like the, like, and he's like, most of the time it's because of like our failures that we've had, like have a monetary value to them. And Mm -hmm. so I'm very tied to that. And so he's like, once you separate that, you'll be okay. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, but he's very much of like, all right, quick down, quick up. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to move forward. And I'm like, I'm thankful that you're like that because we would sit here for a really long time if I was in charge of it. And so, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah. yeah. Going into it with, the almost the mentality of like I know I'm gonna fail at some point yeah can really give you a lot of freedom from the fear of working hard Mm -hmm. because like I I totally get that like the idea that like I don't know that I want to put in all of this effort just Mm -hmm. for it to fail yeah 
Like, well, especially with where, crippling. well, especially where you were at, like, yeah. you know, like you had a very set timeline to make a certain amount of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you had a baby coming and you're like, I have to do this. What if this fails? Like, what yeah. if this doesn't work out? And I think it was like the freedom of like both Darby and I'd be like, so you go back to work at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not a failure. You're just pivoting. You know what I mean? For you, your pivot looked different. You went, okay, might not always be accounting, but I can also now offer virtual assistant stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and I'm like, yes, you can, mm-hmm. like, you know, and like, um, you're not failing. And I think that's like, I think it was a huge lesson that I learned, especially in the pandemic was this whole idea that we're talking about of like, I can hustle and also like, I'm not going to like pivoting is not failing. Mm-hmm. Pivoting is actually just taking what you know and going in a different, wiser direction mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? And like, and it always comes out of failure. And you're like, you know, for yeah. us, it was like, us, it wasn't, well, I wouldn't say that because ours was not like a failure. Ours was like the world shut down. And mm-hmm. so like we had to pivot, we had to change. Um, but like, we also had to hustle in that pivot, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And be okay with like, now we're going in avenues that we don't know. And I, I can't expect myself to have this perfect. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, even like re if you, if it makes you feel better, like yeah. rebrand failure as pivoting, like yeah. whatever you have to do to take the fear out of putting in the hard work, yeah. like do it because you're going to have to put in the hard mm-hmm. work. And if you allow fear of failure or pivoting or whatever, mm-hmm. however you want to brand it to paralyze you, you're, of course, you're not going to get started. Yeah. Like, of course, you're not going to want to put in all mm-hmm. this extra work. Of course, you're not going to want to be disciplined in setting your boundaries so that yeah. you have your two hours a day that you can mm-hmm. work on your business, you know? Like, of course, if you're terrified of failing, then it makes perfect sense. So you have to do whatever you have to do. Rebrand failure, get okay with mm-hmm. failure, get comfortable with it. Yeah. Whatever it is you have to do, to be able to put in that hard work, you need to do it because mm-hmm. your business is not going to grow from nothing. Yeah. And I think too, is like, it's like, you know, I like what you said about like expecting failure in it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I feel like, um, you know, like, especially in like our industry, like we're, we're very high on like, you know, sales and all of that stuff and working with people and getting people behind the vision of like how we provide a solution to their life through martial arts. You know what I mean? Um, like, you know, like we were even talking about it when I sh- showed up today for mm-hmm. things, just like, you know, different things. And I was talking about how important it is, like, when you have a mentality going into a sales room where you're like, oh, well, they're not going to have the money or like they're not going to, you know, blah, 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 whatever the reason is. Like, if you go in with that idea of like, this is going to fail before I even walk in, you know what I mean? Um, you communicate that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think it's a little bit different sales room. Like, I say that because like, um, you like we get such this negative connotation in in that failure word like Mm -hmm. I'm already like gonna suck at this Mm -hmm. I think the same is true when you go into your business and you go I'm not gonna do those posts today because um they're not gonna do anything yeah you know what I mean like I'm not nobody's engaging anyway. nobody's engaging anyway you know what I mean and like and to be real with you like because we're in a new industry, even Emily mm-hmm. and I with small business wife, like it's a battle. Like, mm-hmm. and I get that it's a battle, but I'm learning that like, no, I just got to show up yeah. every day because consistency is going to win. Like consistency is going to win. And like, um, and I have to like, we have to choose to like 
say that we see the value in where this is going five years from now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even if we don't see it today, you know? Um, and so like, uh, you know what I mean? Like I would encourage, like, if you are in that point where you're like, apathy is just easier right now because you just expect it not to like you, you got super excited about hustling hard. And then you realize that it does actually take about two years longer than you originally anticipated it for Mm -hmm. things to be successful. Um, they say most businesses aren't even really deemed successful until they have accomplished their first five years. Mm -hmm. And I, when we business coach with people, um, I tell them if, um, if they bring me a business idea and they don't see themselves doing it in three years, it's probably not for them Mm -hmm. because they're not passionate enough about it to really do it long-term and they will find a reason to choose apathy versus doing the hard work that might need to happen in those seasons, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, but yeah. Um, but yeah, practically wise, like, um, for you, especially Mm -hmm. like in this season, you know, you have a baby coming, obviously setting boundaries is huge for you. Mm -hmm. Um, practically speaking like how have you like learned hustle mode versus Mm -hmm. I can go take a walk because I'm emotionally drained you Mm -hmm. know what I mean Um, those type of things I think like practically speaking it the biggest thing for me has been to like recognize mentally that the work has to get done either it gets done now or it gets done later yeah and then deciding for myself like really knowing myself like do I need this now or do I need that later Mm -hmm. like And you would probably say your body and your mind and everything too in that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like hustling while (laughs) pregnant has not been great (laughs) because I'm tired all the time. And in like the first four or five months of my pregnancy was like, it was super, I had super terrible hyperemesis. So I was like throwing up constantly Mm -hmm. and like did not want to do anything. And so like the way that I stayed motivated is by recognizing that like, the work has to get done and I am the only one who's going to do it. Yeah. And so like lately it's been nice because I've kind of been able to figure out like the longer that I'm in this situation, the more I can kind of like tell what I need in the situation, yeah. which is nice. Um, so like I can tell, Hey, I'm really feeling like mentally, emotionally just drained from all of these different projects mm-hmm. I'm doing. So I'm going to just take an hour going to take the dog going to go on a walk I'm going to enjoy the summer weather I'm going to enjoy the sunshine and then I recognize that okay if I take this hour now that means that this hour is going to have to come back Mm -hmm. some other time yeah because the same amount of work still has to get done Mm -hmm. so then when can I get this done okay Mm -hmm. well I know that for example Nick is going to be working until so late tonight yeah so I've got an extra hour here all right I can Mm -hmm. take the hour now and go and relax and then I can put in the hour work later yeah when I'm refreshed while I'm still able to put it into my schedule and so like um also like I got a little planner that I literally even have sitting next to me (laughs) I know and she even has like all our topics for the podcast it's really great I have all the topics written out (laughs) I have the dates that they're coming out but it like I go through day by day and week by week and I've got like a month that I go through mm-hmm. and then like things I have to get done during the day. I'm looking at October, so it's not very full yet, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's because baby girl <laughs> might be coming early. Literally. <laughs> yeah. um, so, but like I, I schedule everything out and like I put my meetings with reminders and like schedule out all of my projects. Okay. This is going to take this amount of time. And so, like, just being disciplined in, like, pre-planning, I guess, to, like, sum that up nicely. Like, pre-planning 
my project and pre-planning how long things are going to take and how long I'm going to designate to spend on different things like has really helped me to be able to focus on work when it's work time yeah and then if I need margin if I need to take a nap Mm -hmm. knowing what my schedule looks like and what my work looks like what my my workload is so that I can know okay well can I take this nap if I take this nap then what am I going to be sacrificing later? Yeah. Can I sacrifice that later? Yeah, okay, I can work that in. I was like, 95% of the time, you can sacrifice it for later. Like, yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> or the next day. Like, I think that's, like, super crucial. And it's one thing that I'm learning is, mm-hmm. like, I will run off this idea of, like, I don't have enough time. There's that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? <clears throat> and you do have enough time. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's probably more beneficial that you take the nap. And yeah. like, because you're probably going to get more work done in the two hours before than trying to push when your body's done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. so. Absolutely. Like this morning I woke up early <laughs> so that I could start working on client projects so that we had time to podcast mm-hmm. and like, but I can do that. Like I'm looking at my day and I'm like, okay, well I'm probably going to be busy for 12 hours today. Mm-hmm. And oh. that's a lot. <laughs> like that is a long day, but also like I know tomorrow is Saturday Mm-hmm. And I, you better believe that I have no not work. scheduled anything <laughs> and I'm not going to schedule anything and I'm going to sleep in and take my rest time then tomorrow. Yeah. You know, but I'm scheduling in my rest time mm-hmm. and I'm not compromising on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But you also know that like if something were to happen today where you're like, I'm tapped, you would, you probably wouldn't even move it to Saturday because Saturday's now blocked off. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, all right, well, which of these projects can move to Monday and like you know what I mean where like I need a nap and that's like something that's been so hard but so beneficial for me is like just that mentality of like this is how you hustle without burning out Mm -hmm. is like understanding that like yeah at about two o'clock every day I need to either a go on a walk and actively process things Mm -hmm. or I need to probably just lay down and take a nap and rejuvenate like me like I need to get outside I need vitamin d I need Mm -hmm. to do these things and like um, and what projects, like all of these are not emergencies right now. And I think yeah. it's like, so I think one of my super practical ways is like, I've always done and like, um, to do lists based off of priorities. And mm-hmm. so like, I do the very most important things that have deadlines within the week, top first things that needs to get done. And then mm-hmm. the other random projects that come through, like our weekly meetings or stuff like that, mm-hmm. those go down the line because those are the ones if I need to they can definitely get pushed to next week, but Mm -hmm. they have deadlines for the next week. They cannot be something that's like, you won't see anything on that list. That's like a three week out project. Yeah. It's something that has to be done by the 15th of the month. But then I also have that flex of like, okay, we're on the first week of October. Now I have till the 15th for this to get done, but this can also, this is not an emergency. Mm -hmm. So if I need to navigate my day, I can move these to next week. You know what I mean? And I think that's super important to realize that like, not everything's an emergency and there is a way to schedule it like even your workload because that's I think how you handle overwhelm really well Mm -hmm. and I like and I appreciate this about Emily because it's the things that I've learned alongside her (laughs) too is like um she's very visionary like Darby she's very like let's just go for it and adventure seeking like Darby um but she also has the very practical side like me where she's like hey it's okay to like systems and this is how we can effectively do the systems. Mm-hmm. And this is why this is a priority. And I'm like, thank you. Like, yes. <laughs> like, yes. So I can translate. Yes. It works really well. And then she like, you know, tells my husband the same things that I tell him, but it's because she, it's her. 
that he listens. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> sometimes you just need someone who's not your spouse to tell you the same things yeah. for you to receive it better. Right? <laughs> it just works that way sometimes. But yeah. But yeah. No, like even like as far as like hustling practically, like figuring out when is like when the times are that you're like the most focused. Yeah. Because like for me, we even talked about this when we were talking about like setting our schedules. Like I'm not a morning jump right in person. I Mm -hmm. need to wake up. So if I need to wake up early in the morning to do work, I need to wake up real early, like 4.30, 5 o'clock so that I can have my time to wake up, my half hour, my 45 minute, whatever. And then I can jump in and focus. Mm -hmm. But I tell you what, like for whatever reason, I can get work done like nobody's business late at night. So I'm like an early morning and late at night person, (laughs) which means during the middle of the day, like I get super distracted. Like it's hard for me to focus. So like knowing when you are at your best is also going to help you to Mm -hmm. hustle effectively. Yes. Because if around two o'clock you need to get out of the office to go do whatever, do whatever, like take a nap, take a walk. Because I know my second wind is at five o'clock when I come back to the gym to work anyways, you there know what you I mean? go. Like, then why take this amount of time during the day that you're going to be struggling? You're not going to be working effectively. You're not going to be as efficient. Yep. Like take that time and go enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Like go do something that's refreshing yes. so that you can come back when you can focus, mm-hmm. you know? So like even like knowing yourself mm-hmm. really helps for being able to hustle effectively because you know when you're most efficient mm-hmm. and then work during those most efficient times and don't work when you're not. <laughs> yes, I agree. I love it. Oh, it's so good. I feel like we could talk about this for like days because Probably. we're both very passionate about these type of things of like honoring yourself and mm-hmm. like, and setting boundaries in that. Um, but it's, and it's, but it's so important. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, it's like that linchpin to business owning. Successful business owners know when to outsource know when to set boundaries, know when to take a break, Mm -hmm. but also like aren't afraid of the hard work. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And there has to be balance. And the only way you hustle to where you don't have to hit grace is by knowing yourself and Mm -hmm. knowing what your capacity is and not, and knowing your business, your business's capacity is different from your personal capacity. Mm -hmm. Your business's capacity is something that you can build. Like, you know what I mean? And 95% of the time ahead of what your growth is. And like, which is what like I really, really love to do is to like go, okay, cool. Like we are at a hundred students. What does my gym look like at 200 students? What systems do I need in place? What do I need to do? Um, Who do we need to have hired? What does this look like for us? Um, uh, But also like um, personally, it looks different. It's like personally, no matter what, you have a capacity. Mm-hmm. Like you only have 24 hours a day that your work, your body only functions at a certain capacity level. You have only like certain mindsets, like, and you have limiting beliefs that you still have to worry about on top of all of that, mm-hmm. which are going to play into that capacity. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, you can get ahead of that by going to therapy and stuff like that. But also like at the end of the day, your body's only really supposed to function hardcore for probably, I think it was like 10 hours of the day. Mm-hmm. Is like your body will give you 10 hours. But normally to get the actual 10 hours, you have to take a nap at like hour four. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, one of the really practical ways I think for Darby and I that we establish like how do you hustle and do things effectively with a limited amount of time um, is it's an app called Focus. Um, mm-hmm. But it's based off of the whole premise of 20 minutes on 
10 minutes off, 20 minutes on, 10 minutes off, because your brain literally needs a change of, um, a change of scenery Mm -hmm. to reset. And it needs to not think about what you are currently working on Mm -hmm. and to do something completely different to come back and effectively focus back on what you're working on. Yeah. Um, and so that's like how I, even with my to-do list of super intense things versus that, um, I do things that like I need 100% of my attention on get done between the hours of 9am and noon because I am mm-hmm. the most like thing, but it's also still those 20 minute increments. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then because like my competitive spirit, then I'm like, how fast can I get this done? Yes. And I'm like, let's go. <laughs> like how many of these things can I knock off in 20 minutes? Mm-hmm. Ready to go. And then I, you know, reward myself with like a walk or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I think those are my most practical things yes. for hustling. And They're so good out. though. This one was like, we were sitting here with Darby a few weeks ago and we were like, okay, what other subjects can we do? And I like said the like one liner of like, why do we have to always hustle where we need grace? And they were like, that needs to be a podcast. <laughs> and I was like, but I was like, cause I was just talking very passionately about like, I seen like two recent authors who are like big, like, you know, social media influencers mm-hmm. that are like really harping on this, like hustle and grace. And I'm like, you don't like if the, maybe if the grace is about failure, but like, mm-hmm. other than that, like, if the grace is because you're sacrificing your life to get to burnout and now you have to come back, like, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's unhealthy. <laughs> that's unhealthy. Yeah. That's toxic. Let's talk and about so. healthy business owning. Yeah. But yeah, but then also it was like really funny because Darby was sitting there and he's like, yeah, but don't tell them that they don't have to do hard work. And I was like, well, no. Of course <laughs> like, not. Like, yeah. But yeah. Awesome. But uh, yeah, I'll let you do the outro and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys want to support us, uh, you can go ahead and like or subscribe or like and subscribe. All the things. Do both. We like both. Um, to the podcast on whatever platform it is that you're listening on. And that just lets the host know that you like the content that we're putting out. Um, if you are not in the Facebook group, you should jump in the Facebook group because I know we've been saying this for a few weeks, but there's some exciting things that are coming up in the future that... Um, you do not want to miss if you are not in the Facebook group, but also for the community aspect. I mean, like that's, we always come back to that. Like the whole point of small business wife is to edify and empower the small business owning wife. Like we want to create a community of people who can support each other in all these things. So like if you're struggling with setting boundaries or like balancing out your life or hustling too much, mm-hmm. or, you know, you're struggling with apathy even because you've burnt yourself out from hustling in all the wrong ways. Like the community in Facebook is going to be the place that you want to go for yeah. people to be able to speak life into you and refresh you. So shameless plug, jump into the Facebook group. Yes. All right. Perfect. Then we will see you guys next week. We're going to be talking about how to run a business and not get divorced. Which just means how to run a business together with your spouse and not kill them. It's true. It's very (laughs) true because it's very real. Because it's real. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next week.